What's good, y'all? Welcome to the Meaningful Hospitality Podcast, where we talk about using hospitality to create meaningful experiences for your employees and guests. I'm your host, Tyler Hill. Thanks for joining me. Now, on to the podcast. What's good, y'all? Welcome to episode 13 of the Meaningful Hospitality Podcast. Uh, Today, we're going to have a quick episode. We're going to go back to the foundations of a few things that I find deeply important. You see, I think one of the mistakes that leaders often make when it comes to either their employees or their guests is they become so familiar with their goal. They become so familiar with their content. They become so familiar with the things that they're passionate about that they assume the people in their sphere of influence automatically understand everything they're talking about or everything they're trying to communicate. And I think this is an unfortunate mistake that a lot of leaders, content creators, and managers make. One of the best practices you can make as a leader is to work on ensuring that the people around you understand your foundational things. You want to ensure that you want to ensure that they know your story, that they know why you do what you do, that they know what specifically is important to you. We become so focused on what we're passionate about and we talk about it in our own heads all the time. We know what our end goal is. We know what our mission is. We know how we're going to try to get there. But we have to be careful not to make the mistake that just because we think about these things so much that we're confident that the people around us fully understand it. And I want to be careful about that not only in the way that I manage my team in the company that I own, but also in some of this content that I share with you, for example, on the podcast. And so in today's episode, I just want to go back in time a little bit and talk about a tool that I use called the Meaningful Hospitality Ecosystem. And the Meaningful Hospitality Ecosystem is really the foundational tool that I use when I'm coaching clients, when I'm giving keynotes, and it's really the baseline tool that I also use in my own organization in order to ensure that my employees and that my guests truly experience meaningful hospitality um, when they're interacting with me and my organizations. You see, at its most foundation, I believe that hospitality is a major force of positive change in the world. When people are walking around trying to be hospitable, their businesses get better, their company cultures get better, their neighborhoods get better, their marriages get better, their parenting gets better. You see, when we're walking around with a tone and an attitude focused on hospitality, what we're trying to do is we're trying to look at the needs of the people around us. And then we're trying to use our tools and resources and knowledge and experience in order to meet and fulfill and uh, make the needs met of the people that's around us. And so when we're all trying to be hospitable, I just think things get better. In fact, I know things get better when we're trying our best to take care of the people around us in a really, really intentional way. And so because I believe that so deeply... I wanted to ensure that I could manifest hospitality in as many areas of my life and leadership as possible. And that's why I created this tool. So this tool is mostly uh, focused on a company and especially on company culture. And there's three aspects to this tool. I want you to kind of think of it as like a wheel that kind of feeds into one another. Maybe it's kind of like a funnel. But I created this tool because I believe hospitality is important, but I also don't want to leave hospitality to chance. 
I don't want to leave the way that I treat my team members to chance. And I don't want to leave the way that my team members treat my guests to chance. You see, way too often, especially in the hospitality and service industry, we leave things to chance. We leave our hiring to chance. We leave our employee experience to chance. And way too often, we leave the guest experience to chance. We just throw people out on the floor with barely any training, and we hope they get it. We hope they know how to talk to our guests, and we just leave it to chance. We often leave our hiring to chance. We just ask our uh, potential employees a few questions, and then we make a decision without really using facts, and we just use our gut usually to make a decision. We completely leave hiring to chance. And one thing that I don't want to do is leave hospitality to chance, and that's where we have this ecosystem. And so this ecosystem I have found that it helps and it has made my company, I believe, more profitable. It's made my company culture better. And most importantly, more people than ever before have been taken care of when we've deployed the meaningful hospitality ecosystem in the right way. So there's three aspects to this system. And the very first one is what we call smart hiring. And smart hiring is doing our very best to ensure that we're hiring people that fit into our company culture. It's the ways that we ensure that we're not just hiring people that may work. We want to be confident that they're going to work in our organization. And the problem is, is way too often we go into hiring without direction. We don't know who we're looking for. We don't know how to look for the characteristics that we want. And we don't know what questions to ask or processes to use in order for us to figure out the right people. But here's the reality, is the people you hire are the ones that are going to take care or not take care of your guests. So why would we leave something like hiring to chance? Why would we not focus more on ensuring we're hiring the type of people that can accurately and effectively take care of our guests in the ways that they deserve to be treated? Hiring is the most important and most under, it's the most important and most underappreciated part of hospitality from my experience. People don't know how to hire, and then they often hire bad people who provide mediocre experiences for their guests. And oftentimes, I believe a company culture's biggest problems can all be solved by hiring the right people and putting more intentionality behind who you're going to hire. So when you're trying to make a smart hire, there's two major things that I think you need to look out for. And in my content, I talk a lot about it, and there will be some podcasts here in the future. You can also send me an email if you want to get more in-depth about this. But the two major things that we look for in my company and when I teach other folks how to hire well is we look first for a culture fit. And a culture fit means that they are going to fit into our company culture. A culture fit has very little to do with their ability to do a job. It has nothing to do with their education. It doesn't have anything to do with their skills. It has everything to do with do they understand the purpose of the organization? Do they know why you exist? And does their countenance, does their passions, does their interest parallel the reason you and your company exists? You see, if they're not a culture fit, if their passion does not align with the passion of your company, it doesn't matter how good they are at certain skills, they will not fit in your company and it's going to be poisonous and it's going to be a disaster.
So what you need to do is identify what is your desired company culture and what are the characteristics in the people who exemplify that type of character and culture fit. And based on what you identify as someone who fits in your culture, then you build your hiring process around that. So you first, you want to find someone who uh, fits into your culture. And if you can't figure out or you can't identify what your culture is, that's the first place you need to step, or that's the first step you need to take. You need to write out a culture statement. You need to write out some common values and some core values. You need to read the book by Simon Sinek called Start With Why. You need to understand what your desired culture is, why you exist, and then you need to find people that parallel that. The second thing you do in smart hiring is you need to find someone who's going to be a high achiever. A high achiever is someone who will achieve their job at a very high level. There's going to be a lot of people that can do a good job, but that doesn't mean they're going to achieve everything that you need them to. And so, you know, just like if you're trying to build a great sports team, you need to find the best people. A great sports team is made up of great people. And They don't look for people in sports teams that can just get the job done. They try to find the very best versions of the people that they need. And you need to do the same thing. You need to treat your team as if you're trying to win the friggin' Super Bowl. You need to try to find the very best and only hire the very best. And so I believe that a high achiever is made up of two main characteristics. And we're just going to blow through these really quick. The first characteristic of a high achiever is if they are internally motivated. An externally motivated person is someone who needs a manager there to watch them in order to do a good job. An externally motivated person needs to listen to Gary Vaynerchuk and Tony Robbins in order to get up and be motivated for the day. There's external things that are necessary in order for them to accomplish uh, their work. An internally motivated person is someone who internally believes and that they can do a good job. They are someone who is going to wake up motivated to absolutely crush it. You want the person who is internally motivated, the one who just wakes up ready to do a good job. And then you want to find someone who believes they have a high perception of control over their life. And this is the second part of finding a high achiever. A high achiever, Someone who believes that they have a high perception of control over their life do not blame outside circumstances for their struggles. They take complete ownership over their failures and their success. You know, there's that book by the Navy SEAL called Extreme Ownership. People with extreme ownership are the ones who have a high perception of control. They're not going to blame politics. They're not going to blame their bosses. They're going to do their best, and whatever the outcome is, they're going to own it. And so when you can combine someone who has a high perception of control with great internal motivation, you have someone who will achieve at a high level. And then when you can combine someone who is a high achiever with a culture fit, you've found the perfect employee. Now, if I was to prioritize one over the other, I would always prioritize a culture fit over a high achiever. Um, If you have someone who can achieve at a high level but doesn't understand your company's culture, they'll still be poisonous. They'll get the job done, but they will ruin your company culture and they will eventually be gone. And typically, they'll take a lot of people with them. So you have to find a great uh, culture fit and a high achiever. And that's the first part of the meaningful hospitality ecosystem. Now, just because you hire somebody great does not mean that they're going to buy into your mission. That doesn't mean they're going to learn everything they need to learn. Just because you hire a potentially perfect employee doesn't mean that they're going to just parallel everything that you've prioritized in your organization. You need to guide them into your organization. You need to coach them up. You need to train them. You need to teach them. You need to work to make them better. 
And this is what we call employee experience. You see, whenever you have a team member come on to your team and your culture, they are having an experience. And that is something you can't control. No matter what, your employees having an experience that's informing their perception of your company and they're developing a perception of what it's like to work for you. Now, you can either leave that perception up to chance or you can work to take control of that perception and you can work to guide them to understand what's important to you and your company. I would suggest that it's beneficial for you to take control over the perception of what your team members have of your organization. And this is why you need to take charge when it comes to employee engagement. The other main thing to employee engagement is you really need to believe this. And if you take away anything from today's episode, this is it. The way you treat your employees is the way they will treat your guests. And you also do not want to leave that to chance. I believe if we can take more control over the experience our employees have, if our employees have a hospitable experience, they will in turn provide a hospitable experience for your guests through your example. So here is my plea and my challenge to you is do not leave the employee experience to chance. And so there's a few basic things that you can do that will ensure you can guide your guest experience, I mean your employee experience in the right way. The first thing is you need to develop an onboarding and orientation. And all that is going to do is that's going to point them towards your company culture, your desired things that you want them to think about and focus on. It's sharing your company's story and your common purpose, values, the goals that you have for your team members, the goals that you have for your company. If your employees don't know that, they're not going to be able to manifest that. So you need to develop a well-organized, structured, and scheduled uh, orientation and onboarding process. Make sure they know how to clock in and clock out. Make sure they know how to request time off. Make sure it is golden and crystal clear that they know what's expected of them in their role. Give them a golden star so they know if they're successful or not. All of this needs to be done in orientation. In my organization, we do two full days of onboarding and orientation before they step foot in the cafe. This is wildly important. Another thing you can do in employee experience is you need to budget and schedule for annual um, recognition. You need to have in your budget and you need to have a plan for recognizing your employees for time with you, time in your company. You need to be able to recognize them for when they exemplify your common purpose, vision, values, and goals. But you can't just leave this to chance and you can't simply leave it to being nice in passing and just saying good job. That's important, but you also need to give them gifts and you need to plan in order to recognize them. Employee engagement is wildly important. Now, what's important is that that is connected with good hiring. You see, your employee engagement practices will be better for certain people. Certain people have a temperament and personality that will appreciate the style of employee engagement that you deploy in your organization. So what you want to do is you want to ensure that you hire people that are prone to thrive, especially within your culture of employee engagement. So when you're hiring, consider the ways that you encourage and reinforce the things that are important in your company. And I want you to consider, are the people that you're hiring the types of people that will appreciate the employee engagement program that you develop. Now, these two things come first and second. 
You can't have a great employee engagement program if you don't have employees, and you must hire the type of employees that will thrive there and the type of employees that want to deliver a good guest experience. So first comes smart hiring. Then comes the employee engagement process. And only then comes guest experience. You see, way too often people just want to innovate their companies and they start with the guest experience. And that is awesome because it means that you're focused on your guests, which you should be. The problem is, is way too often we're focusing so much on our guests that we forget about our employees and we're not hiring proper employees and we're not training them and bringing them into our culture in the appropriate way, in which case it makes it incredibly difficult for them to create a great guest experience. So if you want to be a company that delivers a hospitable, truly genuine guest experience, you must hire the right people and you must put them through a great employee engagement program. And only then can you create a great guest experience. But just like hiring and just like employee engagement, you cannot leave the guest experience to chance. You can't just hope that your team members are going to treat your people, your guests well. You need to come up with a plan. You need to come up with clear expectations that allows everyone on your team to deliver an incredibly hospitable experience. And how do you do that? There's so many different things that we can think about. But first is you need to come up with clear expectations. What are the list of the foundational things that your team members need to do in order to create a good guest experience? What is the minimum? What is the foundation? And then on top of it, you build other expectations and ways that your get your team members can exceed the expectations of their guests. But if they don't know what the minimum expectation is, they're never going to know if they're succeeding or not. So you need to come up with a black and white, a very clear metric of success in your organization for what is a great experience. And this way you can chat with your team members and hold them accountable to that clear goal. But without a clear goal in your guest experience, your team members will never be able to know and they will be wandering aloof in your space. The last thing that I really want to touch on is there's a difference in your guest experience between hospitality and customer service. And in my opinion, in order to create a great guest experience, you need to have both hospitality and customer service. You see, customer service at its foundation is providing your guest with the service that they came to um, absorb and take from you when they come to your place. So if you're a coffee shop, customer service is providing your guests with a good cup of coffee at a reasonable price in a clean space in a reasonable amount of time. That is you serving them. But the thing is, is you can provide good service. You can provide your guests with a good service without providing them hospitality. What I believe, though, is that we need to master customer service in order for us to provide hospitality. You see, the problem is more often than not, when we're trying to provide great hospitality, we become so focused on talking to our guests and we become so obsessed with all the frou-frou, beautiful things on the outside that we forget about the foundational things that create a really good experience for our guests. And so what my suggestion is, is when you're trying to create a good guest experience, you need to first focus on the foundational things that allow you to provide really good service. Because if you miss service, but you have good hospitality, it doesn't matter very much. You see, there's a lot of places that 
talk really nice, and they're so kind to their guests. But if you, at the base minimum, don't get them their coffee, even though you remember their name, even though you smile well, even though they feel welcomed, they still came there for a service, and they still came there for a coffee. (laughs) And so if you miss the service, the hospitality becomes not very valuable. So what we need to do is is be active in pursuing great service and then on top of the baseline service, on top of providing the basic needs of why your guests came to your space, that's when you provide hospitality. That's when we introduce them to all of the kindness and the love, make them feel seen, heard, and taken care of. So in order for a good guest experience, what you have to do is combine the systems of good customer service with the humanity of good hospitality, and that's what will give you a great guest experience. One last thing that I want you to think about is looking at the guest experience as well through the perspective of the guest. Way too often we're building experiences for our guests through the things that we like and we love. And oftentimes we build companies, businesses, and experiences based off of our exclusive perception. And those are the places that fail the most. The places that are the most successful are able to look at their guest experience through the perspective of their guests and then they build an experience for them masterful beautiful meaningful hospitality is seen through the perspective of the guest it's when we're doing things on behalf of our guests for our guests not for ourselves so we have to remember not to build experiences for us but rather through the perspective of the guests And you see, when you're able to have a good guest experience, that means your business will be better. It means you're going to be busier. And in which case, you're going to need to hire more employees. And that's where the employee, uh, that's where the meaningful hospitality ecosystem comes first full circle back to smart hiring. So again, the base core of this is that you need to hire employees that are going to thrive in your organization. Then you need to bring them into your culture through an amazing employee experience program. And then you need to provide a great guest experience. And this is what I call the meaningful hospitality ecosystem. And this is the foundation to providing great hospitality in any organization. And this is what I base almost all of my content on. So if you want help learning these things, deploying them in your company, give me an email at hello at meaningfulhospitality.com. If you want to learn in depth a little bit more about hiring or employee engagement or a great guest experience, keep listening to the podcast and uh, interact with me on Twitter or Instagram or any of that. Um, my handle is the Tyler T H U H T Y L E R. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Meaningful Hospitality Podcast. I love you. I'm so thankful for you. I love sharing this information with you, and I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Much love. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to today's episode. This podcast is produced by Meaningful Hospitality, a coaching and consulting agency dedicated to helping you create meaningful experiences for your employees and guests. At Meaningful Hospitality, we believe that hospitality is a major force of positive change in the world. When you can implement practices of hospitality into all aspects of your organization, things get better. And so we're passionate about coming alongside leaders and specifically helping them use hospitality to hire better employees, improve their employee engagement program, and to innovate the guest experience. So if we can come alongside you and your team in any way, please reach out. You can email us at hello at meaningfulhospitality.com 
or simply visit us at www.meaningfulhospitality.com. We'll see you on the next episode of the Meaningful Hospitality Podcast.